Are you ready to start? We've talked about being successful, well, at least more successful this year, right? Feeling a little hesitation or some confusion, not quite sure. You know, we've talked about it, but I mean, am I really ready? If you're feeling me, guys, you're in the right place. My name is Brent, and if I'm meeting you for the first time, it's nice to meet you. I am the Fallible Man. And this is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. We provide content to help men become the men they want to be. Guys, welcome to the show. And on today's show, I want to share with you three habits that are essential to develop in 2021. Now, as I said, we talked about how to be successful In, in episode one of season two. So guys, if you haven't seen that one yet, you absolutely need to go back to episode one of season two. This is episode four. So go back, make sure and stop by episode three and see our interview with John Davis, the corporate action hero. That was an awesome episode. But guys, we've talked about how to be more successful. And these are just three essential habits to develop in 2021 that will just help go hand in hand and carry those things we already talked about forward. And even if you miss that show, guys, these are three habits that you just need to develop. They're essential for you to be more successful in what you want to do. So even if you haven't seen episode one, go back and catch it later. And uh, thanks for coming in. If you guys love what we're doing here, be sure and over, head over to Patreon and uh, you can support us there or head over to our website and there's a link on there for Patreon as well. Guys, the best thing about my supporters on Patreon is they have direct input into our shows and our topics and things we're talking about. And I'd love for you to be a part about that. And if you are passionate about masculinity and men's role in the world, that's a great way to support us. We're going to roll to our opening and we will be back in just a second. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. Guys, welcome back. Hey, be sure and grab your cup of coffee. You know I can't get through a show without one if you've been here before. If you haven't, you definitely need a cup of coffee or whatever you're drinking. No judgments here. I have no idea what time of day it is, and even if I did, I still wouldn't judge you. So, whatever you love, guys. Now, in episode one, we talked about six things to make 2021 better. Even more so, we made... In episode one, we talked about six things, and I do fingers for the video, but I only hold up one hand at a time, usually. In episode one, we talked about six things to make 2021 your best year ever. So be sure and go back and catch that, just like I said. But today we're going to talk about the habits that you need to develop that will aid you to make your plan more successful in 2021. Now we all know habits are everyday tendencies that are almost involuntary. You might have likely heard that it takes 21 days to form a new habit. Right? That seems to be popular science. If you Google that, type that in, and... Uh, you're going to find 21 days seems, and I'm not really sure where they came up with this nonsense, guys. 21 days 
may be true to develop a new habit if you're a monkey being taught to drink a glass of water after dinner. All right. Habits are much more complicated than that. I hate to rain on your parade, but 21 days is, if it's a really simple, simple thing, like a monkey drinking a glass of water after dinner, like that's just mental programming, then 21 days might do it. However, depending on the, I'm not sure which word to use here, the severity or the extremity of the change, because that, that's the big quantifier is, is this new habit you're trying to develop a, a big change from what you normally do? Like, is it really far outside your wheelhouse or is this just a, a minor foray into something new? Okay. That's really, that's, that's the big catch on all of this as far as developing habits, new habits, is how far outside of your norm are we going? If you're just, it's like I talked about when I decided to start getting up early all the time. I was already getting up and having to be at work at 6 a.m. So I was already up at 5 every day for work. So first I just started getting up on fives on, at 5 on my days off as well. And then I started getting up at 4.30 on all my days. So it was little incremental changes. And we've talked about that a lot on The Fallow of Man is small incremental changes that are measurable improvements. If it's that kind of new habit, then you need less time to develop it. If it's a really like big stretch out of your comfort zone, then it's probably going to take a little longer than 21 solid days. Okay, so don't rest on that nonsense. In fact, deeper research actually suggests that depending on how extreme the change is or the new change to your routine is, the new habit out of your ordinary, is it can take closer to about 66 days. The truth of it is that depending on how you stretch your normal routine, it can take anywhere from 18 to 254 days is what researchers have found, which is how they recommend how they averaged out to 66 days. It all depends on the big change. Is it a really big change, right? So lower end, 21 days. Upper end, 254 days. Average, 66 days. That's a little over two months to change your lives, guys. Now, I know that that is a lot because I'm a creature of habit. So, uh... That I'm doing something new, developing a new habit. It's really difficult for me because that's not my comfort zone. I'm like most of you. I like my routine and I like what I do normally. I'm the boring guy who orders the same exact thing at the same restaurant every single time. It drives my wife nuts. She's like, don't you want to try something new? I was like, no, I just kind of like eating what I like, what I know I like. So I know this is a big stretch, guys, but these are three really important habits to start to develop. I'm always on, honest with you guys. So the truth is, developing new ha lasting habits is a lot of work. I mean, I, I don't sugarcoat crap for you guys. It, it will not be easy. It will take a lot of effort on your part, and a lot of things are going to get in your way and make it harder. Um, and the number two point we're going to talk about today will actually help you with that aspect of it. But if you've ever tried to develop new good habits, you're going to find that, like, we can all blame Murphy's Law. Um, 
I like to play Murphy. You know, he's the guy that everybody's going to punch one day when they meet him. But we all like to blame that. But have you, have you ever tried to develop a new habit? Say, you know, take up a new diet or start exercising into a healthier routine. Um, it seems like every time you try and develop new habits, like everything jumps in the way. And a lot of times that's people around you who care about you deeply, but they're comfortable with the way things are and you changing requires them changing some and, and they're not, they're not ready for that. They're not okay with that. Um, so I'm not going to pretend this isn't, that it's going to be easy guys. It, it's going to be rough, but these are habits that are absolutely worthwhile for you to start to develop. Point number one that I want to talk about is stop thinking and start doing, right? This is a lot of people just fail right here. I mean, I could like, you know, say a mic drop moment right there, because that is, if you can nail that one, you are light years ahead of everybody around you. Okay. It is really that uncommon. A lot of people just fail right there. I mean, we have a lot of people who think in this world, right? You're a thinker. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You're considering change. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast because we're about incremental improvement, which is change. Okay? Change is actually the natural state of the world. Only dead things don't change. So you're a thinker probably because you're here. And you're thinking about improving your life in some way. You're thinking about making changes. You're thinking about growing as a person. The problem is a lot of people think. Not a lot of people act. Go back to uh, the last episode with John Davis. We had uh, probably went on for 10 minutes about this. But you guys have had months of lockdown to think. Okay. We've had a lot of time with the current state of the world to mull things over. And if you took this lockdown and just didn't think at all, if you didn't start contemplating new ideas or changes that you need to make because of this, maybe career-wise, maybe personal-wise, if you didn't if you got through this whole lockdown and weren't thinking about what is going on and what you might do in the future, how you might change, how might you might grow, expand, be better, I, I'm not sure what you were doing, guys. You you missed the ultimate opportunity for that. But for most of us, we've been thinking this entire time, guys. And that's that's the rub of it. You've been thinking, okay. When did they when did they start the lockdowns? Most mostly back in like March of 2020. You've had nine months to think. Going on ten, right? This is a uh, mid January when this will air, so almost the end of January. So you've had over nine months to think, guys. It's time to do. Um, one of my favorite YouTube channels, uh, is called Think Media. 
And if you're not familiar with them, if you guys like podcasts, are you guys like tech gear? Maybe you're into cameras or lighting or maybe you take pictures or microphones. Maybe you're, hey, you're listening to a podcast. Maybe you're into podcasting. All right. If you guys like that kind of stuff at all, any kind of technical equipment, then you're going to love Think Media. It's an incredible team over there. They have several channels. But the guy who founded the team is named Sean Cannell. And Sean, if you ever hear this and I pronounce your last name, I apologize now. But he has a quote that he says all the time in his videos. And it personally motivated me to get the Fallible Man rolling. Um, I watched a lot of their content when I was planning out the Fallible Man and getting all the groundwork put together before I started recording the podcast or any of the videos. But one of his catchphrases is, sometimes you just have to punch fear in the face and hit record. Most of us never get to the action part. And if you didn't somehow understand that saying, let me reiterate that. It's act. Do it now. Move. Go. Don't wait for perfection. Don't wait until everything is perfect. Don't wait till the stars align miraculously for you. I know so many people who are waiting for the right pieces to fall into place before they do anything. Guys, sometimes you just have to act, and you've had over nine months. It's time to get started. And this may seem not like seem like a habit for you, but it is. Okay? People who are ponderers, people who like to think about things, are always thinking about things. But it's a habit. They're always thinking about improving their diet. They're always thinking about getting that uh, raise at work. They're always thinking about that next promotion. They're always thinking about another job. They're always thinking about taking that vacation. They're always thinking about going to the gym and getting fit. They're always thinking about fill in the blank, guys, because I promise you know somebody who this is them. If it's not you, and be honest with yourself if it is, you know somebody who this, this is them, right? That person who always has a plan. But no matter what they talk about, it, it never happens. Don't be that person, guys. It really is a habit. Stop thinking about it. Stop overthinking about it. And I'm not saying go in without a plan. Go back to episode one. We'll put that over here somewhere in the YouTube video. I'll put a little tag there. But guys, I'm not saying go without a plan, but you've had over nine months to plan. It's time to get active and dangerous and just do something. Get off your butt and do it. Stop talking about it. Do it. Stop thinking about it. Do it. Can I say that a million times? Are you going to hear me? Almost every person who has ever achieved their goal will tell you there was a lot of failure along the way. And somehow we've got this stigma over the idea of failure. Failure is not a bad thing unless you stop. I just had a conversation with my daughter the other day. We were talking about water. And water flows. That's what it does. Water is beautiful and wonderful and amazing as long as water is allowed to move. It's when it stops that it stagnates and collects things like bug larvae and muck and disease and, and crap like that, right? Stagnated water is toxic most of the time 
we are meant to keep moving. And you only fail, like failure is only negative if you stop and stagnate because of the failure. Right? We don't like the term failure, but failure is the greatest friend of achievement ever. Who hasn't heard the quote? Maybe, maybe you're the one person who hasn't, right? Thomas Edison is quoted as saying, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that it won't work. Now, this is usually referenced to his work on the light bulb. I don't know if that's historically accurate. I know it's been taken out of context from time to time. But it really paints a picture, guys. Thousands of failures. The man is, the man is considered a genius. Thousands upon thousands of failures. And his attitude was, they're not failures. I found another way it didn't work, right? We're eliminating possibilities till we get to the end where we're going. Every major businessman who has ever succeeded has had three to five or more failed businesses behind them that we classify as failed businesses. And I'm doing air quotes if you're on the podcast. But sure, that business went under. The businessman did not stop. He did not stop growing. He did not stop achieving. And he did not stop trying. And guess what? We know the names of these guys. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. You know, everybody goes to those guys. They're low-hanging fruit, right? Elon Musk. These guys, we know their names. They're household names. How many times do they fail before they actually reach their success? Now, I don't want you to get held up by paralysis or what they call paralysis by analysis. And that's what most people lock into, okay? That is the problem. We think, 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 think. And it's paralysis by analysis. We keep thinking, but we never actually do, guys. So. Point number one, bam, there it is. Stop thinking and start doing. Now, guys, if you're getting something out of this, be sure and like, subscribe, wherever you are, whatever platform you're listening to this on. Share this content. I was reviewing my analytics earlier, and it's amazing how many people watch my videos or listen to my podcast that are not subscribed. So share this contract content, be sure to subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit the little bell notification so you get notified every time we post a video. And uh, we're going to roll on to today's sponsor and we'll be right back. Today's episode brought to you by thefallibleman.com. That's right, it's us. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at The Fallible Man or at Fallible Man on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our attitude swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com. All right, guys, and we're back, and thanks for sticking around. Um, I am still my only major sponsor. One of these days, I hope that will change, mainly because I just want to be big enough that 
people want to be sponsored or want to sponsor the show because that means that more people are hearing what I'm trying to share with people. More people. Wow, this microphone picks up. I Sorry, I have a new microphone and it's picking up my breath really bad. All right. Sponsorship just means that more people are hearing the encouragement and inspiration I'm trying to share with you guys. And that is my goal here is to inspire and encourage you to be better man. I got asked what a better man is, and that's a really complicated definition, but we'll tone it down to this man has honor, integrity, and humility, and is always trying to improve themselves for his own benefit and the benefit of the world around him because he is a better person. Now, we're going to keep rolling into the show, and guys, Remember, the first thing is stop thinking, start acting. You've had nine months to come up with a plan. Now it's time to move. Number two. Number two is build a routine and stay with it. Now, it's hilarious to me because people complain about routine for some reason, but we all have them. I was always baffled when people are resistant to scheduling things. Like it's a personal pet peeve for me. How many people do not want to put something on their calendar? I live by my calendar. If you live in the corporate world at all, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? We live, breathe, and die by our calendar. And I have lots of calendars. It's very confusing. I use Google Calendar, and that's not a plug, but I use Google Calendar to put my wife's calendar on and my best friend's calendar on to put my work calendar on, to put my fallible man calendar on for holidays, for birthdays and special occasions, and like what days I'm working, if I'm working over any extra days or whatever at my normal job. And I live by that calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. Like I might fit you in, but I really doubt it. I live by my calendar. And so many people are hesitant to actually like pin something down. It's like it it commits you and we're all afraid of committing. But routine is normal. Routine is a normal part of life. And I know I'm not a person who's always about being normal, but I mean, yeah, look at my haircut. But, and, and if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize for that one. I have a long mohawk that is French braided, but down the top of my head instead of sticking straight up. So that's why I say that. But you guys, I'm baffled when people are resistant to it because, and they always have like weird reasons. One of my favorites and probably the most annoying one is, but I like to be spontaneous. Really? Okay. Um, well, I'll see. I'll see if nothing else comes up. Uh, well, that's just rude right there because right there you're telling me that I'm not important enough to prioritize. If something more interesting comes along, you're going to dump your commitment with me and just move on to the next thing, right? So that's just disrespectful. I don't get it and it drives me nuts. And they don't like to admit that they have routines and schedules but they absolutely have routines and schedules. All you got to do is watch somebody. People are really easy to 
predict and understand because everybody has a major routine, whether they realize it's a routine or not. Okay. All you got to do is sit down and like write out your day for a week. Just sit down and write out your day minute for minute what you do and you will see a pattern emerge. Now, I've been training one of our new hires at work and I train a lot of people. I've trained a lot of people over the years at this job that I'm at now and at previous jobs, I've, I've always been a trainer and I see the same thing over and over again. So it wasn't a big surprise for me when this kid did this, but he wants so bad to be good at it now and to be fast and efficient. And, and I keep telling him, it's like, dude, I, I, you're not, you don't have to impress me. We already hired you. We're already impressed with you enough to hire you. You don't have to try and impress me. Now you just have to learn. If you want to impress me, learn. And I keep telling him, take his time, go through the process. Speed comes with repetition and practice. Likewise, okay, a routine brings the same thing to your life. Now, comment down below. Tell me, you know, in the comment section, whether you're on the podcast or YouTube, what movie, slow is smooth, smooth, smooth is fast. I just blew that line. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Right? Tell me what movie that came out of, what you what movie you recognize that from. That's actually a Navy SEAL saying from what I understand. But it came out of a great movie. So sound off below in the comments. Let me know what movie that was. Play my little game. I just want to hear from you guys, actually. So the idea behind that is when you practice with repetition, you become it becomes natural. It becomes instinctual, right? You start to do things without having to think about it because it becomes muscle memory. It becomes part of your life. And Navy SEALs talk about it because practice, just repeated hard practice, saves your butt when everything else is going wrong. You've got to be able to focus. You've got to be able to think. And you've got to be able to do your job. And to do that, you have to build efficiency. Now, as you become efficient, it requires less mental focus. Okay, you don't have to think about it as much anymore. And it requires less time. You actually become faster at it because it just happens so smoothly. This creates space for other things and new possibilities. Some of you might have heard, Mark Zuckerberg only owns one t-shirt. And I'm not a big fan of the Zuck, but, you know, Whatever. Now, he doesn't own just one t-shirt. Let me clarify that because I'm sure there's somebody out there who actually thinks he only owns one t-shirt. He does. He owns one type of t-shirt. He wears the same t-shirt every day. The guy's probably got dozens of that one t-shirt. But it's like the old Flintstones cartoon. Sound off below if you uh, remember watching the Flintstones. But it's like the old Flintstones cartoons or Charlie Brown where he opens up his closet and he has the same exact shirt all the way across. Okay? That's what the Zuck does. Now, like I said, he's, I'm not his biggest fan, but I can tell you the logic behind it. 
He wears the same thing every single day, and this removes a needless decision from his life. Now, we actually have proven scientifically that you only have so many good decisions in you a day. You can make other decisions as the day wears on, but your ability to actually make good, intelligent, thoughtful, well-thought-out good decisions is limited. And the longer your day goes, sorry, I should get a sound effect thing, but I'm cheap. Okay, the longer your day goes, guys, the more crappier decisions come. It's one of the reasons that I encourage you guys to get up early when the day is young, when other people are asleep, and start working then. Because all of you guys who like to wait and be night people, well, your ability to make good, intelligent decisions is actually diminished quite a bit by the time the evening comes along. That's just a fact. Okay, that, that's science. We all love science these days because science is bought by whoever has the biggest paycheck and whoever says it's their science, right? No, guys, this is actually like documented science. You have a limit on good decisions. And the more decisions you make every day, and we're talking like little things. Do I stop right now, take a breath, and drink a cup of coffee? Yes, yes, I do. Every decision actually, like, think of it like an hourglass. Once you tip it, there's a finite amount of sand that is going to run out. Those are the decisions. And you make thousands of decisions every single day that you don't even realize you're making, okay? What you wear. Do you go to the bathroom now or later? Do you get up and uh, get a drink? Do you take your break now? Do you look at that YouTube video? Do you listen to this podcast? Do you turn right on red? Do you not turn right on red? Did that light really turn green? Well, I decided to go. Everything you do is a decision. And the longer the day goes, the less time you have to make good decisions. So, build a routine and stay with it. Because the more you do that routine, okay, the benefits of a good routine is it removes minor decisions that can distract you from other things. It's the same reason the Zuck wears the same outfit every single day. He doesn't have to think about it. That's one less non-essential, non-important decision about a minor task that he has to make. It seems trivial, but, you know, the guy's worth billions. How much are you worth? I don't know. I'm not worth that much. I, I can't judge you, but I'm not worth that much financially, and he's worth billions. Now, as a person, I'll debate that all day, but I'm not worth that much financially. This guy's a billionaire. So... Apparently, there is some some possible proof in the pudding. You you take it for what it is. Guys, build a routine and stay with the routine. It will make your everyday task that much simpler, that much more effective, and it will free up time to do other things because you become efficient at it. Now, number three, and I'm going long, so I apologize. Number three, change how you think about time. Time is the greatest currency that you have available to you. Your time and your attention is value, guys. That is why Google, Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter, and all of these social media companies, all these web companies like Google Search and stuff like that, 
their money is your attention. They literally sell your attention to advertisers because it's a gold mine. It is an incredible currency. It is your greatest currency and investment by far. And you have far less of it than you actually think you do. Okay, let me, let me say that again. Your time is your greatest currency and investment. How you spend it is more important than your finances. It is more important than the financial decisions you make because it affects the financial decisions you make. You have to learn to view your time with more scrutiny than you do your checkbook. Your time is your greatest, most valuable asset. And we all have a lot less than you think. Right? We have... It's uh, January 12th when I'm recording this. It's not going to come out till probably the last week of January, but it's January 12th when I'm recording this. Guys, we just passed the new year. You have 365 days for your year for 2021. Now, if you remove the business, the weekends out of that, you're going to take 96 days out of your year. That's how much weekend time you have. Isn't that horribly depressing compared to how much time you spend at work? But you have 96 days worth of weekends this year. So let's take them out. Okay, let's, uh, let's take out standard holidays, like federal holidays. I'm not even going to get into the little crap. Let's take out federal holidays. And let's say you're lucky enough to have two weeks of vacation a year. If anyone's saying that's not lucky, they've never had a job where they didn't have paid vacation. But let's say you're one of us who is lucky enough to have two weeks of vacation a year. You take out the vacation and the holidays, you lose another month out of your year. Okay? You are now four months down. That leaves you 239 days. But you got to sleep. So let's say you're putting in eight hours a day, five days a week. On average, give or take, because of, you know, the date, months change, right? 20 days a month. That gives you 1,912 hours, which trans divided by 24 hours translates to 79 days, 86 if you actually go for what you're taxed on, as opposed to, uh, you know, rounding it. If you actually go by the calendar, you're looking at 79 to 86 days of work time, quote unquote. The way people mentally think about work, right? When you think about a work week, whether you work Monday through Friday or not, okay? Most people think about a work week as a Monday through Friday kind of thing. I work Wednesday through Saturday. It's weird. My week actually starts on Saturday, so it's really weird because I work Saturday, then I'm off three days and I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, it's just weird. But not a lot of, not everybody works a Monday through Friday job. I get that. But if you ask somebody about a work week, they're thinking about Monday through Friday. So if you're actually thinking about the preconceived notion of work week, by the time you take out weekends, holidays, and vacations, and the fact that you have to sleep so you can only work 8 to 10 hours a day, working at 8 hours a day, you actually have... I wish I had a drum roll. I don't. Um, you actually have... 
a little over two and a half months of work time. You actually have like two and a half months of work time, guys. Now, if you are only using that two and a half months of functional time in your year, okay, that's 86 days according to the IRS, because they think they're talking about a Monday through Friday idea. If you actually use that, then what are you doing the rest of the time? In my in episode one, I talk about auditing your time. And guys, you really need to go see that because it's kind of I didn't even mean to do this as a sequel, but it's almost a sequel to episode one. So be sure and go back and catch that. I talked about auditing your time, guys. Your time is valuable. 96 days worth of weekends. If you aren't doing something on those weekends to grow your assets, to grow your ability to provide, to grow your future, who can afford to lose three months a year to not working towards their future and making their life better? If you're looking at 86, and that's 24-hour days, okay? So 1,912 hours of work time. as the only time you're working, then you have to ask what you're doing the rest of your time. Are you on Google? Are you on YouTube? Are you on podcast? Are you on advertising? Are you on social media? Because guys, your time is valuable. You have a shelf life. And you have to start looking at your actual time spent. If you don't know how many hours a week you're watching television, you're watching too many. Are you not watching it at all? If you don't know how many hours a week you're spending at work before your week starts, then your schedule is not stable enough because your job is weird. And it happens. I've been that guy too, okay? If you're just burning up your weekends playing, then, then you're missing three months of your life that you could be making yourself better, that you could be making it where you have less years where you have to work. Your time is so valuable, guys. Stop thinking about time like it's infinite. Stop thinking about time like it's just continuing forward. Now, guys, these are three things you absolutely, just three habits, okay? Successful people act. They stop thinking, they make their plan, but then they act. Successful people build a routine because building a routine creates efficiency. And you want everything you can to be efficient and smooth so that you have more capacity to handle everything else and to do more. Without efficiency in what you do and what you have to toil with, the little task you're robbing yourself from greater things. So successful people act and successful people build routines and successful people think of their time as a currency. People who are truly successful absolutely think of their time as a currency. Now guys, I'd love to hit a great big 
finale and great thought, but I don't think I can put any more into that because there's no pretty dance. There's no, um, there's no romanticizing it. You need to think of your time as a currency. You need to act and you need to be efficient in what you do so you have room for other things. Guys, these three habits, these three, is that the right word I'm using? Yeah, these three habits are essential to make your year better, to make your life better. Take the time. Change is hard. Acting is scary. Okay. Um, I know it is. I, I know it bothers you. Nobody likes change. But stop thinking and start acting. Build your routine. If somebody asks me what I'm doing next week, I can tell you. It's on my calendar. And I do the same thing every week. And maybe that's boring to you. But I get a lot more done in my week than a lot of people do. Maybe you get more done than I do. I don't know. But my routine gives me the ability to make things happen and get more done than a lot of people do. That is how I run this entire program, this entire channel, while maintaining a full-time job and being a dad and a husband. So routine is crucial. And your time is gold. I watch the stock market every day, guys. I watch cryptocurrencies and I watch the stock market because I'm invested in both financially. So they're important to me. I pay attention to what they're doing. Like I literally have a ticker going on a regular basis on my stocks and my cryptocurrencies. Why am I not doing that with my time? And more importantly, are you doing that with your time? Because it's more valuable than what's in the currencies. More valuable than what's in the stock market. And it's worth a whole lot more. I know Google makes a billion dollar industry out of it. So does Facebook and every other social media people. They figured it out. Your time and attention is incredibly valuable. Understand that. Embrace that, guys. And let's have a better 2021. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing with me. And guys, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. I am the Fallible Man, and I'll see you next time. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.